0: Hey, good afternoon, Top Fans. It is Bill from Top Fan Rivalry. I'm coming to you with one of my good buddies who lives up uh, north from me. And boy, I got to tell you, he's from a team we've talked about before. Not necessarily the Dodgers, but we will definitely get back through that. Mr. Sal, how are you doing this afternoon? I'm doing great, Bill. Thanks for having me on. You bet, you bet. Now, first question, favorite team?
1: Favorite team of the Giants. Uh... Uh let's see here. Uh, when I was a kid though, I must say, I must be honest, uh, my favorite team was the Cardinals because I liked Ozzy Smith.
0: There you go. It's okay. So, how did you become a Giants fan? Like, where did that start in childhood, or where where did that start? So,
1: my my dad and my mom and my grandma would bring me to games ever since I could remember. Uh my first memory was sitting at candlestick and i believe i was five years old in 1979 and i have actually a picture of it um willie mccovey was in the on deck circle and jack clark was at was on was at the plate and i remember going to that game with my dad and ever since then i was hooked so uh i i mean they they would they would take me out of school and bring me to the game, and just play hooky. and I got hooked.
0: See, and that's that's my favorite question to ask people because it always goes back to family, right? Mom, dad, brother, cousin, and what you know. I have to admit, what I love about baseball is its history, and the Giants are a very historic franchise. So I love the fact that you reference Candlestick. I love the fact that like you reference players that some people wouldn't have thought of right and so i love the history there that's awesome that is
1: awesome yep um and like the the worst memory though is it is seeing astroturf i remember seeing astroturf i think it was it must have been 78 or 79 because that i that was i think 78 was the last year they had the astroturf and I, i remember having the cutouts Um, Like you would see in Toronto, like the little cutout and it was all torn up. I just I remember little things like that from from back in the day.
0: I was watching the other night I couldn't sleep and I I turned on YouTube and it was one of those World Series films. And I can't remember which year it was. I want to say it was uh, 86, 87, something like that, where the Cardinals were in it. And they had that little AstroTurf and I forgot how dirty the AstroTurf got. Around yep. those little cutouts, and just yep. and I forgot how much the ball bounced because you don't really see that nowadays. No. They either have grass or that kind of that fake grass with the rubber in it and mm. and so yeah, it's crazy well, I
1: mean that that's a one of the most famous uh postseason miscues of all time, if you remember, Vince Coleman got ran over by the carpet cleaner and couldn't play in the series yep, so yeah. I, that I think that affected. Well, actually, no, it didn't affect it. Actually, you know what? I think that happened in the World Series, right? So they had already beat the Giants. But, you know, oh, well, what can you do? Chirp, 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 chirp. Yeah.
0: Uh, (laughs) All right, so let's move from fandom to favorite players. So I'm going to ask you a two-part question. All right. Your favorite player all time and your current favorite player, and neither one of them have to be Giants. They can be. But now, also tell me why, and for Utah Fan Rivalry followers listening to this, you have to understand that Sal, um, he, he has this career, but for fun, he also works on the grounds crew for the Giants at their, at their ballpark. So he has a lot of unique experiences. So this is going to be a tough question. I'm curious to see who your all-time favorite guy is and who your current favorite guy is.
1: All right. Do I have to keep it to one? Cause it's, it's no, going to no, be hard. Go
0: ahead. Your interview, go.
1: My, the, 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 first player I ever liked was Ozzie Smith. Okay. Um, There was a play, I believe it was 70. It might, it must've been 79 before he was traded. He was playing with the Padres and there was a ball hit up the middle and it hit a rock. And as he was diving, he reached up with his non-glove hand, caught it, got up, and threw the guy up first. And that was on a highlight reel forever. And I'm like, I love this guy. That's guy my, my favorite player right now. That's my boy. And, and so a couple months later, my mom um, – it must have been oh, – because he got traded in the offseason. A couple months later, my mom and her friend were down in San Diego at a bowling tournament. And she gets home, and she goes, oh, salad." I saw the San Diego Padre starter jacket. Now, was this close to buying it for you? I go, Mom, I'm glad you didn't. She goes, why? I go, because Ozzie Smith got traded to the Cardinals. And she goes, oh, well, well, all right. And so that's how I became a Cardinals fan because I loved Ozzy Smith. Okay. So it was, uh, it was rather um, tough when my other favorite player, my other favorite giant, Will Clark, and Ozzy Smith got into a little tussle, and uh, that was that was a tough thing. Um, a little tussle, a little tough. That was a little yeah, tough. Yeah. Because go
0: watch the replay. It was a little
1: anything but a little tussle. But I appreciate yeah, just that. A little tussle, but um, I I was torn because it was my two favorite players going at it. Yeah. And um, with that being said, uh, Will Clark was my favorite giant growing up. Um, nowadays, wow. Um, I'd say in the last 10 years, my favorite giant was Tim Lincecum. Um, he, I look forward to his starts more than any other player I, I'd ever look forward to. Um, and he's really nice. He's one of the coolest dudes out there. So that kind of helps. Um, my, my interactions with him and, and stuff like that were, uh, you know, he was just a down-to-earth guy that just was, like, happy-go-lucky. And that's kind of how I am. So we kind of got along well.
0: He, uh, I've heard that about him. He and – rumor has you would know better than I would. But rumor has it that both he and Hunter Pence were just super down-to-earth guys.
1: Yes, yes. And Hunter Pence, 100%. Yeah. Um, he, he was – he was a little bit off the wall, though. Uh, one day, Hunter Pence comes to us, and uh, we're, we're just hanging around. It's batting practice, and uh, we just finished setting up batting practice. And during batting practice, we just our job is to stand around and watch batting practice, and make sure none of the screens fall down or things like that. And so we get done, and, um, and Hunter Pence is running out to go shag balls. And he goes, hey, hold hey, – you guys, um, I got a question for you what happens to all the gum in the outfield after the player just throws all the gum? What happens to all the balls of gum? And we're like, well, it usually just gets picked up in the mower. And he goes, Oh, all right. Uh, I think I'm just going to keep it and throw it away in the garbage next time. <laughs> and we're just dying. Like what? All right. That's cool. So <laughs> it's random. Totally, totally random. random. Utter,
0: utter, Awesome. Totally awesome.
1: random. Um, yeah. Let's see here. One of my other favorite players, um, just interaction-wise, was Jeremy Affelt. Uh, he was totally down-to-earth, way cool. Um, yeah. And, and we get, you know, we get, we get a chance to talk to a lot of away players. Um, and, like, one of the nicest guys I met was Clayton Kershaw. And every time he'll say, hello, how's it going, how are you? Like, he's not just like, hey, waving you off. Yeah. And so it's really hard to like him because he's a Dodger, but I I really, 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 really uh, enjoy his company. He's really nice, really, really just a down to earth guy.
0: Yeah, it um I, you know, not to bring up a negative memory, but I appreciated Jeremy Alfelt's um speech during the Dodger Giants game up at your place after the player got hurt in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. I mean the The way that he approached it, without saying what the heck is wrong with you people, was basically: we got a job to do, and we're going to do it. And we're we're out here performing for you guys, and we appreciate it. But let's let's just remember that everybody's still human. Yeah. And i I have to tell you, that was a great speech. You know what I'm talking about?
1: Oh yeah, for sure. I get chills right now thinking about it.
0: Yeah, I mean that that was I. When they handed him the microphone, and back then I thought, "Why is Imposi doing this? Why isn't this person doing this? Why is it?" But the way that he articulated himself, I thought, "Got it. I know why you're the. I know why the boys passed you the microphone.
1: Got it." Well, well, he has a an interesting story himself. Um, when, so he's involved in this. Uh, his his um, he has a uh, a charity company that he, he founded called Generation Alive. And basically, uh, when he was, when he was a teenager, oh, it's all about uh, human trafficking and things like that. When he was a teenager, he was on vacation with his family in Europe or whatever. And, um, I guess at one point they were walking down the street and somebody grabbed him. Wow. Yeah. And, um, and I guess they found out about him and they found him real quick. So he's been really passionate about, about things like that. So he's, uh, you know, he's just one of those, you know, one of those down to earth guys that happen to be a ball player, you know?
0: I love it. I love it. I love it.
1: I'm sending you another photo right now. I don't know. Maybe you want to use this one.
0: (laughs) Okay. Sounds good. This is,
1: uh, so basically this photo that I'm going to show you now is is Will Clark and I last summer. Uh, Will Clark is like a special assistant to the Giants. He's like a roving instructor. He'll go through the minors. He'll come up. And uh, I mean, I don't know if you have time for a quick story, but Please this, go ahead. This day the day that this photo we took this photo together <laughs> was a couple weeks after uh, let's see here the the talkman catch after Pujols. right? He had a lot of uh, gravitas. He was like, all right, yeah, yeah. Well, Clark got called up to work with Talkman in a swing. So we're out there waiting because all that he's coming out to have a live batting practice and they were working in the cage <laughs> out of the dugout will clark comes out can i swear or no
0: uh go ahead go all ahead. right
1: well i could i could I'll, I'll edit myself out how about that okay he goes he comes out of the dugout and he and he and he just makes a beeline towards the ground screw he always hangs out with us he's always chatting with us whatever he goes he, he turns and he looks he goes and he points and goes, This effing guy doesn't effing listen. You would think a guy that's hitting a buck effing 83 will listen to somebody that hit a effing 300 in the league. And he just went and we were just like dying laughing. We're like, you know, and, and Talkman, he was out behind the mound talking with Gabe Kapler, and he heard him. So he gets up there and he gets out for his own BP, Talkman did. And Will was watching, we were all watching it together. And by far, no kidding, it was the worst batting practice I had ever witnessed anybody ever take in my life out there. And I've been working there 17 years. And he hit one one line drive to the outfield. Everything was like a rolling over to second base, rolling over to second base. And, And Will Clark looks and he goes, you know, you would just think a guy hitting a buck 80 would listen to somebody like me. But no, these players nowadays Think they know everything? They look at the chart. They look at the analytics. All this stuff. He goes and every every other word, f bomb this and that. And we were just dying laughing. It was hilarious.
0: Well, he can get away with that because he actually. I mean, he made it happen when he was playing. Yeah. I mean, you know, some guys that are hitting a buck eighty in the league or retired with a buck eighty in the league. Can't get away with that. But no, no. But Will, I love that man. I love the personal insight that. Yep. That is hilarious. I've got a, I've got a question to ask you offline when it All comes right. to. Um, yeah, we'll keep that one offline. Um, okay, so here's so we've talked about you, we've talked about your favorite players, which I absolutely love that you mentioned these guys. Um, but now let's talk ballparks. All so right. I know you've been to a bazillion of them, but yes. tell me, tell me the ones that you can remember off the top of your head that you've been to, and some of oh. them may not exist anymore, like Candlestick.
1: That's true, that's true. So my first year, um, let's see, so 2001, my cousin and I um, rented a car and we drove around the country and we hit 15 different ballparks. Okay. So we went, um, so on this trip, on this trip we went, first game was at Dodger Stadium. Then we went to Anaheim, San Diego, but this was the Jack Murphy Stadium before Petco. Okay. Then, Then we went to Arizona, Then we went out to Texas, the old Arlington ballpark, not the new one. Um, Then we went to Houston, the new Minute Maid ballpark. And then we drove from there to Baltimore, saw Camden. Yeah, we kind of skipped out on uh, Florida and Atlanta. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Then we we went and saw uh, Baltimore. And then we went up to the Hall of Fame. We drove up to Cooperstown. And then we went to Yankee Stadium, old Yankee Stadium. And um, old Shea Stadium for the Mets, and then we went out to Philadelphia, the old Veteran Stadium, which was by far the worst stadium I've ever been in, even worse than Candlestick, Candlestick even worse than Open like Coliseum. Um. Oh yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Open okay. Coliseum is is it's like a modern day compared to these things. Oh my gosh. Okay. okay. um So then from Philadelphia, we went to the new Pittsburgh Stadium. We got to the new PNC Park. And then from there, we went to Cleveland. Um, One of my buddies uh, worked for the team. So we got like a tour of the stadium. It's Pretty cool. And then from there, we went to Detroit, saw the new Tiger Stadium. And then we went to Chicago, saw the Cubs, went up to Milwaukee and saw Miller Park at the time, the, the new Miller Park. And then came down and saw the White Sox stadium. And then that was it for that trip. So let's see here. So let's see, that was 15. Um, Candlestick, yeah. Seattle, um, not the Kingdom, but I've been to Safeco. Um, let's see here. Um, other ones I've been to were St. Louis, been to the Cardinals, the new stadium. Um, Let's see here, uh, not Milwaukee, Uh, Kansas City. Oh, Kansas City, love that stadium. I don't know why, but old Kauffman Stadium. Just, I love, I I love that whole area. It was great. Um, let's see here. Um, let's see here. What else? Um, I think. Oh, and then finally, I went back and saw uh, Boston. I was at Fenway, Fenway. and um, one of my guys, uh, my boss, knows the boss for there, so. He got us on the field and in, the, in front of the Green Monster and all that stuff. It was pretty cool. I didn't know the Green Monster was a, just like a big tin can. I had no idea, but it was really cool. You're like knocking on it. You're like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> so This
0: is the big tin can. Exactly. Um, the, did it yeah. when, you were, when you were in Boston, did it kind of surprise you that you could just walk up to the stadium and touch it? Because out here on the West Coast, we're used to having parking lots and stuff yeah. like that.
1: Yeah, same thing with Wrigley too. Yeah. Um Wrigley was the same thing. I mean, the what's great about those those ballparks is that they're like just part of the neighborhood. They weren't built in the neighborhood, like they're they're just I don't know, they were like a part of the neighborhood and kind of everything was built around that it felt like. And um the the Boston experience was was really cool because um sitting in the, at the game like I literally had a family from Connecticut to my right, a family from upper New York to my left, a family from um, upper Massachusetts in front of me, and like somebody from like, I don't know, I don't even know, it was, they were somewhere from out of town. But I was like getting to talk to all of them and all of them are like diehard Boston fans. I'm like, how long did it take you guys to get here? Oh, two and a half hours. For one game? Yeah. yeah. Damn. How how many games you guys go to? Like one? Oh, no, we go to 30 or 40 a year. What? Yeah. And so, like, right then, I'm like, oh, this place is different. This place is different. Yeah, and they and stay the so, whole
0: game. doesn't matter if they're down 18 to 1. They'll stay the whole much,
1: game. Pretty much, yeah. So, um, that was probably my favorite fan base. Um, just because they're so into it, and they're knowledgeable. Um, my favorite stadium that I've been in is probably Pittsburgh other than, well, other than Oracle Park, probably right. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh had the great views um, of the downtown, really uh, the people there were awesome. The beer is terrible, but you still drank it, you know, the, whatever it is, uh, The I don't even, I don't remember what it is. It's uh, not, is it Ling Ling Ling? Ling?
0: No, I, I have no idea. I've been there. That's one of my bucket list places I want to go to.
1: Cause like Chicago and you're the Cubs, you got to drink old style and it's awful, but you got to drink it. So, you know, so, oh, and then, uh, then I've been to the Rockies. I've been to the Rocky stadium. Um, that's a cool little area right there downtown. Um, so yeah, I've gotten a, I've gotten a lot, uh, of course, Oakland, the Coliseum. Um, the one that I've been, I've been dying to get to, I've been, I've been wanting to go to one. I, I really want to go to, uh. Nationals park. I want to go to Washington. I want to go back to DC. Cause um, I just think, I, I I think they like baseball out there and it just seems like a, a pretty good, pretty good, pretty cool stadium there. So
0: they do. I have a nationals fan that sometimes will do lives when you're at, like, you know, when you're at a game or something like that, sometimes I'll do an Instagram live with somebody and one day she didn't show up for the live and I'm just sitting there talking and talking and talking and Um, She texted me later and she said, Hey, Bill, I didn't know this, but there was secret service training for ambassador visits. And so at the ballpark is like ground zero type thing. And for like two miles, they shut down internet connection. So if you live within two, three miles of the ballpark, you don't have internet connection when they shut it down. And so when they jam the grid and I just thought, "Mm, that's not something I have to deal with out here, but enjoy DC. Right. So that's, (laughs) that's awesome. That is awesome. Okay, so you work in a career where you you might get a chance to have a couple weeks off. Let's assume you had a couple weeks off, money wasn't an issue, and you wanted to hit up the five ballparks either that you've even been to already to try to experience it again and or haven't hit yet. So obviously, National Ballpark is one of them. Where would you go?
1: Uh, I would like to go to the new Philadelphia Park. Yeah. Uh, the new Phillies Park. That looks pretty cool. I really want, yo, yeah, Citizen Bank, yep. Um, I really want to go to Toronto.
0: Yeah. Okay. I don't know
1: why. It looks like a terrible stadium, but <laughs> it just looks like they have fun up there. And um, I don't know. Toronto just looks like really a lot of fun. I mean, I wish, I wish Minnesota, uh, Montreal still had a ballpark. Uh, I I wish they still had a team, you know? So mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. I would like to go there. And then let's see here. The other one, uh, I would like to go to Cincinnati uh want. i would like to go see the reds um let's see here uh the new stadium let's see here um yeah i guess i, I want to go to atlanta i've never been to atlanta we drove right by the uh the old the old ballpark which is you know part of the old olympic stadium or whatever but um yeah i would like to go there um let's see here i think that's a that's about it um I, I love Seattle Stadium. That that stadium is. Oh, Minnesota
0: definitely Minnesota.
1: want to go to Minnesota Stadium. Yeah. So I got Toronto, Minnesota, Philly, and and the Nationals.
0: And Cincinnati.
1: And since ah, oh, I got five. Nice.
0: There you go. You nailed it. Five. All, all right, my friend. I love the fact that you've been there, and we had a we had a top fan on his name's uh, Steve, uh, and he. I don't know if you listen to his podcast, but he went to 187 games and I think it was 1987 and he visited like 10 or 12 different ballparks. but he had season tickets to the to the A's but sometimes Candlestick would have a game at the same time like day Mm -hmm. night games so he'd catch Mm -hmm. one game then go across the bridge Um, you know he'd fly into city it was awesome but
1: yeah have you done
0: that what's that have I done that no but here's my wife and I are planning a trip next year to hit up Nationals Ballpark um Camden Yards, uh Philly, and then both New York places. So it's we're gonna try to try to hit it up.
1: Um, Camden was so underrated. Oh my gosh, I loved it.
0: Yeah. Loved it. Yeah. I hear it's in the hood, but I hear it's a great ballpark. Yes, true.
1: <laughs> there
0: you go. All right. So final question for you. Since it's yep. off season for the Giants right now. Yeah. Um, which as a Dodger fan doesn't make me anything but happy. <laughs> i just, it's great when the Dodgers and Giants are in it, right? I mean, it's, yep. you know, except for the last series last year, boy, I tell you, I, I think you and I both need a cardiologist when that thing was done. Yes, exactly. Um, what do you, what are you excited about for the postseason? And then what are you looking for your team to do in the, I'll call it the, the off season leading into next year, you know, to make it what you want it to make?
1: Well, I um, if I'm not I don't really have a rooting interest. I, I mean I do like rooting for the National League, even though these leagues aren't really National American League anymore, unfortunately. Um, Amen. I'm a nat, I'm a National League guy, but I, I I can't root the Cardinals are out, I I can't pull myself for rooting for Philly or Atlanta or the Dodgers, of course. So I'm having a hard time picking a team. In the National League, um, my heart's kind of with Dusty Baker because he's an old giant, and you know he kind of kind of want to make up for 2002. But I don't really like them either, so um, I kind of want to go for the underdog. I I I want Cleveland and Seattle to beat the Yankees and the Astros. I just don't see it happening, but. Um, I just think, for me, I, I think Terry Francona is the most underrated manager in baseball. I think he, him and Bruce Bochy are probably the two most underrated managers of their time. And I, I think I think it would be great if he could win one outside of Boston. Yeah, no, I mean they I, have the they have the youngest team in, in the in the in the playoffs too, so they're they're kind of fun to watch. And I but Seattle, they have Seattle hasn't been there in so long, and that fan base is crazy for baseball up there. So. I don't know. I I, I got to root for the Mariners. I don't
0: know. From a rating standpoint, the worst thing that can happen, oh. you know, for for the MLB is like to have either Cleveland and Seattle against the Padres in the World Series. Of course,
1: because yeah.
0: nobody outside of either Cleveland or Seattle or San Diego is watching that because right. you don't have the Braves, the Phillies, the Dodgers, the Giants, like your marquee teams in it. No disrespect to those teams. And I agree with you. I would love – part of me wants a Dodger-Yankees World Series just for the rivalry. Yeah, yeah. But I would love to see Cleveland. I would love to see Seattle make a long-term push, especially nobody thought Seattle would be where they're at now. Nobody. Yep. yep. So, okay, what about next season?
1: So, this season, you know, we just hired a new GM last night. uh, Another puppet for Farhan. Uh, I mean, (laughs) so – um, honestly, I, I just want to, I, I want them to get some everyday players. Uh, I mean, I need guys that are going to play 150 games at one spot. Um, I don't know how they're going to go about doing it, but one guy I don't want back is Longoria cause he's an a-hole, but, uh, that's a different story for another time. Uh, no Longoria is gone. Get him out belt gone. Um, I just, I just want some youth and I want some athleticism and I want players that they're not afraid, like the, the management aren't afraid to hit them like a lefty against a lefty, like stop being so scared. Like, Oh, we got to get a matchup, matchup, matchup. No, what that told me this year and last year is that your team's not good enough. If you have to match up this way and that way, get better players. That's what I want. Better players.
0: So do you, you know, if you were, had the keys to the kingdom, do you resign Jock Peterson?
1: No. God, no. No.
0: Okay. Do you make a hardcore push against or for All Rise Aaron Judge?
1: Uh, no, I wouldn't. Um, for the, philo- the philosophy that they're not signing long-term deals... I don't see them going for a five-year deal, like a five-year deal in, in, with Judge. I mean, even with you know five and two hundred, I, I don't see them. I, I just don't see it. maybe a five-year deal with him, but I don't know. Like they're going to say they're in it. They're going to they're going to convince everyone. Oh, we we made an offer. We did this, and he's going to go. I think he'll go back to the Yankees, but I would be shocked. Like I was shocked in '93 when. Or in 92 when when the Giants signed Barry Bonds, it was that was the most shocked I've ever been in my life for any any player going anywhere. This would shock me more, I think, if Judge came to us.
0: It, I think you said Barry Bonds. You didn't say his full name, right? Barry, I swear, didn't take steroids. Bonds.
1: Uh, it was not steroids. That's correct.
0: Okay. <laughs> he was. So I have to tell you, the one thing that makes me nervous about you guys is I. As a Dodger fan, I want you to compete because I love that rivalry. Yeah, And let's be honest, the National League East has three teams right now that are competitive, the Braves, the Phillies, the Mets, okay? The National League Central, it's up for grabs, Yeah, right? The Cardinals lost half of their team to retirement, but it's good when it's the Dodgers, San Diego, and the Giants. And so I just want you guys to compete. I don't want 81 and 81. I want you guys to compete. Period. And
1: like, so- la- like last year was the first year I could remember the Giants and Dodgers being good in the same year, and I don't know how long. So that's why last year was so much fun, even though you know we didn't quite get past you guys. But wait, did you guys win the World Series last year? Either no, no, mm-hmm. no that was the Braves. That was the Braves.
0: Mm-hmm. All I, I know got- is, yeah. uh, is well, who was it? Darren Ruff, did swing. That's all I know. No, that
1: was Wilmer, that was Wilmer Flores. Oh,
0: Wilmer Flores. Yeah, that's right.
1: That's I right. still don't think he swung. I still don't think he swung.
0: Can, <laughs> can I be honest with you? And this is going out to everybody, right? That yeah. may have been a makeup call for the Darren Ruff call a month earlier. Ah, eh, no. They don't do that. They don't do that. I, I know they say that they don't do that. But are you kidding me? Like, I watched that. I w- listen, it worked out in my favor. So I was happy. <laughs> but as the baseball purist in me, I watched that a hundred times over, and I thought,
1: "Oh yeah, uh, missed the call for sure." Uh, but I don't you know. know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So well, that you know, it, that, that's kind of why I, I don't want to get started with replay and any of that stuff. So yeah, that's a whole yeah. other day.
0: Well, well, top fan uh, rivalry followers, this is Sal. We'll have him on again. I promise you, we're going to do some giant segments in the off season. We're going to do. Some other segments, I promise you, we'll get you on, get him on again. I also promise you that we'll we'll tag him in his social media so that when um, this airs, which we're filming it on Wednesday, and it airs on Thursday. When it airs, we'll make sure that, that you guys know who he is. And so he's got a great social media account. Um, so perfect. Sal, I just appreciate you spending time and telling me some stories.
1: Hey, anytime. I got stories that go for a long time, so...
0: I love it. I love it. All right, my friend, we'll have you on again soon. Sounds good. Thanks, Bill. You bet.